Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 78, which we are recording on Monday, December 22nd. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And what are you wearing today, Charlene? I am wearing my Cupid Ocal by Hiroko Fukatsu. Hiroko Fukatsu is the designer who also designed the Hitofude cardigan that you and I and many others have made. And the Cupid Ocal is one of her earlier patterns, and it is actually a free pattern available through Ravelry. It's a little cowl, kind of, I made mine kind of smaller, and I knit mine in the 100% cashmere from Raveling Rose that I talked about several episodes ago. It's a reclaimed cashmere, or cashmere reclaimed from sweaters, commercial sweaters, and the Raveling Rose woman unravels these sweaters and in some cases re-dyes the yarn and puts the puts the yarn up for sale on Etsy and also through Church Mouse, which is where a friend of mine purchased this yarn for me. That's so pretty. It's, it's really nice. The nicest little halo to it. It looks so soft. It looks like you just want to pet it. It's really soft. And I think the pattern was written for a yarn that's a larger gauge. Mine is fingering. And I just adapted it. It's a cowl. It's easy to do. It's, there's a little stitch pattern as long as you stay within the correct multiples. I can't remember if it, if it was four or two. So you just stay within the correct number of multiples. I adjusted the cast on number and voila. Wonderful little warm cowl. <laughs> <laughs> Cashmere, squishy, lovely, yeah. nice. <laughs> right around your neck where, ooh. Yeah, it's actually... It's probably in the 60s out. It's, we're having a, it's nice and blue skies today, but it's well, a little. Well, the blue skies just appeared. The fog it, just It's cleared. been foggy. It's yeah. crazy. But it's, it's a little chilly, so it's nice. It's just a little something to keep me warm. I don't feel like I need a huge sweater today, but just wearing this around my neck helps keep me a lot warmer than I've been without cold it. most of the day, even despite I, our 60. It's in the low 60s, but the sun just came out. We had a brutally thick fog all day. It's almost 1 p.m. here, and the fog was really, really thick until a little around, a little bit after noon, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I, I was cold earlier, but I went to yoga class, and that warmed me up. <laughs> See, I went running, and it just made me colder. So. Oh, out in the cold, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So how about you? What are you wearing? For the very first time ever, I am wearing my Laneway tunic by Vera Valimaki. It was one of the patterns from her collaboration with Hohi Locatelli, which was called Interpretations. And rumor has it, Interpretations 2 will be out in I February. I'm so excited. <laughs> and this is a tunic that I knit with two different yarns from Indie Dyers. It's a bright, bright turquoise stripe, and that's a Western Sky Knits yarn which is a glorious beautiful tonal turquoise and the main color in the tunic is uncommon thread they're both sock yarns and the uncommon thread name is confetti and that's because it is a very light gray with little tiny spots of bright turquoise bright pink a little bit of yellow that's about it very and nice. it's i just love the combination together it's a great combination isn't it they beautiful work really well together so pretty and funny story <laughs> first time i've ever worn it it's been sitting on my husband's dresser for months since i finished it what in march or april yeah. of last year it's been sitting there waiting for 
finished object pictures. And today I was like, I'm just going to wear it. I'm not going to wait anymore. The weather's perfect for it. I can't wait to wear it. And I had just finished getting dressed and I was bending over to put on my leg warmers. And my husband and my son both walked in the bedroom and Mike started giving me a hard time. He said, you bought leg warmers. I can't believe you would buy leg warmers. Why didn't you just knit them? And I said, well, the leg warmers were $5.99. I can't even get yarn for that much. And he said, but still you're wearing, (laughs) you're a hand knitter and you're wearing leg warmers from Marshalls. He said, yeah, but they're really cute. I said, I'd rather spend my time knitting sweaters. And Max looked at me and started laughing. And he said, like the one you're wearing. And I said, yeah, what's wrong with the one I'm wearing? He said, it's crooked in the front. (laughs) That's a design element. It's supposed to be crooked in the front. So it was very funny. My son and my husband were both giving me a hard time about my hand knits. Wow. Yep. Or lack of, if you're referring to my leg warmers. So we resolved that the sweater is actually really cute and it does have (laughs) a, an increase and decrease pattern across the front to give it a slight zigzag across the front of the sweater, which I really like. And the back and the sleeves, the stripe is just straight across. The only thing the only complaint I have about the sweater is that I knit the one of the pockets too long. I knit them both the same length, but because it's asymmetrical, because of the zigzag, it hangs oh. down a little lower. I'm going to stand up to show Charlene. It hangs down a little lower I on my see, right side, yeah. so the pocket doesn't poke out the bottom. Right. But on the left side, the pocket sticks out a couple inches out of the bottom. That looks really tack silly. Tack it up or something. Well, I don't want to tack it up because I considered that, and I don't want it to show yeah. through the front of the fabric. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to stitch across here and cut off the bottom oh, of that the works. pocket. That'll work. So I'm going to do a little pocket surgery so that I don't look silly with my pocket hanging out (laughs) from under my sweater. But it's fantastic. The yarn is so soft. It's a perfect fit. It's just, it's a delight to wear. When I put it on today, I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't been wearing this because it's so soft. And it's just my kind of colors too. It's it is. It just screams Gale, in my <laughs> opinion. So, and you know, it's one of those things where you put it on and you think, I need to knit another one of these. So I should wear this one a lot more before I commit to that. But that's how much I enjoyed it when I put it on, which always makes me feel good. You know, it's a win when you put it yeah. on and think, ooh, I need another one. Yeah. So that's Laneway by Vera Valinaki. What have you been stalking? Or have you had time to be stalking lately? I haven't been stalking too much. But I do want to make myself a hat. And I have this skein. It's another skein that my friend who got the Raveling Rose yarn for me, she also brought me a skein of Insouciant Fibers 100% Jacob Wool. And the skein is only 130 yards, so it'll be enough for a small hat. And I just haven't found one yet so I've been I was actually doing that this morning because I decided I want to make a hat that I can wear right away well it looks like it's a pretty heavyweight yarn is it Aran weight or well that's the thing that's interesting the tag says DK weight oh really Mm mm-hmm wow I guess if you stretch it out it's very fluffy I would think if you knit it on big needles it would be that's you what could get I'm more hat thinking. Out of it. To me, just eyeballing it. I haven't knit a swatch or anything, but just eyeballing it, it looks like it would be more in the four stitches to an inch range. Can you? And it's also thick and thin. Yeah, I was noticing because that there too, are areas where it gets very thick, and they're long areas. 
So rather than knitting it tightly, I think I'm going to be airing the other way yeah. and knitting it more loosely because I mean, and it's that. fairly loosely it's, plied. It looks. Yeah, too. it's interesting. Do you think you could knit a Hermione's uh, Hermione Hearts Ron? Is that what it's called? Hat? That's what it's called. I don't know if I could. What do you think it would show up as a dark? Brown, kind of a natural. Yeah, that looks natural. To me. I'm guessing that is undyed. That's a good question. I think that the cable would show up actually. I think with that kind of plump yarn, it would probably pop really nicely. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll think about it. For that, I would probably do a swatch. Yeah, because you really like that hat pattern, right? I really like that hat yeah. pattern, and I want something that's suitable to this yarn because I want I really want to show it off because I yeah. like I said I think it's natural. Never knit with Jacob before. It's interesting. Maybe even just Feels a barley good. hat because a barley would really, yeah. you'd see the garter yeah. and the stock in it. Maybe that's, huh, interesting. Yeah. So the insouciant fibers, I looked it up and they are from Bainbridge Island in Washington. So, and my friend got it from Church Mouse. It's probably not a very widely distributed yarn. Because there probably isn't a lot of it. Right. The website talks about dedicated to making breed-specific artisan yarns with fiber sourced from micro farms throughout the Pacific Northwest. Oh, that's so cool. So there probably isn't a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Microfiber. Or yeah. Microfarms. Microfarms. That's so neat. So small farms. But it feels good. It'll definitely be very warm. Yeah, that'll be a super warm hat. Definitely be very warm. So that's the only thing that I've really been stocking. I've been busy with the last week of school with kids and, of course, getting things ready for the holidays. How about you? What are you stocking? Well, last we spoke, last we recorded, I was stocking tunics. And shortly thereafter, Hohe released one of her newest patterns, which <laughs> is the Traveler Tunic. And I was all prepared to start swatching for the sunburst. Yeah, that's right. Shirt dress. I remember. And when I saw Hohe's new pattern come <laughs> out, I just, I literally like stopped what I was doing. I was probably working. <laughs> stopped doing whatever I was doing. Clicked on buy it now, bought the pattern, went into my closet, dug out the Imperial Ranch, Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy 2 sport weight yarn I had. That you were wound, going to use for the other two. Correct. Yep. Okay. Hand wound a ball, and it's a 400-yard skein of sport weight yarn. So winding that ball was, you know, a little investment in time. <laughs> and I, I literally swatched for it that night. Oh, wow. Like, I want to knit this so much. So bought the pattern, wound the yarn, knit the swatch that same night. I was so excited. And then reality hit. I have to knit my dad's sweater before Christmas. I can't cast on this beautiful tunic, but it's gorgeous. It has a yoke, so a circular yoke, mm -hmm. and there are cables throughout the circle. Uh, I cannot speak throughout the circular yoke. See, I'm so excited the that I'm stumbling. Are from, they angle down? They kind of angle out from your neck. So okay, so they're like. I want to say rays. Yes, exactly. Of the sun. Like if you see the way kids always draw suns, they have the rays going out. That's exactly kind of how the cables how are going. <laughs> so your neck is the sun and they're yeah. Yeah, angling out from there. And then the rest of the tunic is fairly straightforward stockinette stitch. And one, love the pattern already. Of course, I haven't knit it, but I have read through it several times. And two, that yarn is heavenly mm -hmm. it is fantastic to knit with the hand of it is wonderful it felt good in my hands before i swatched it 
and during swatching. And then when I washed it, it was even happier to hold. So this is going to be a very delicious and beautiful FO. So that's going to be, I think, my first self-indulgent knit for the self-indulgent oh, knit along. Oh, good plan. Yeah, as soon as my dad's sweater is finished, I'm casting this on. It's that exciting for me. <laughs> and it's been a long time since I saw a pattern that was instantaneous must knit. Mm -hmm. So I really like, I want to keep that, that feeling, feeling. going. <laughs> yep. And I'm also, so my stocking all centered around the self-indulgent knit along. The other things that I would love to knit for the knit along, I can't knit them all, but you know, I got to dream big. The Angry Sheep Cardigan, which is by Pinaguri on Ravelry. And this has been in my queue and I've talked about it more than once on yeah. the podcast. It is a, another circular yoke sweater that has little sheep around the yoke. And they have, many people have knit one of the sheep in black. So one little black sheep and yeah. the rest little white sheep. I like that idea. It's really cute. And I'm probably going to be knitting along with Carol, CD and Carol, on that particular sweater. She'd like to knit it as well. And my theme inadvertently for the self-indulgent knit along is Indie Dyers. So I have mm -hmm. Imperial Stock Ranch, who I think of as a smaller yarn producer. For Angry Sheep, I'm going to use Unwind Yarn Company's Journey Sock in Bougainvillea, and that's Dana's yarn company, Dana of Just One More Row podcast. And for the main color on that, I'm going to use Canon Hand Eyes Dark. It's a really dark gray. I think they call it Carson. It's from the Downton series. Beautiful color combination. I swatched for that mid-year, I think, last year. So I'm ready to go. I've swatched for the tunic. I've swatched for Angry Sheep. All I need to do is cast those on. Next, I would love to knit Yelena's pattern, Better Breton, the striped cardigan mm -hmm. she released a few mm -hmm. months ago. And I have, it's not an indie dyer, but it's Lang yarn that I bought in Montpellier with Rebecca. And I would love, that has been in stash for a really long time. And I'd really like to get that on the needles. And I think the more I look at that cart, it's not a cardigan, I'm sorry, it's a pullover. The more I look at it, the more I think I would wear that a lot. I wear my mm -hmm. pullovers a lot. And that's the type of sweater I could pair it with a pencil skirt for work, mm -hmm. or I could just wear it every day. So that's really high on my list as well. And I have to give a little plug here for Yelena's newest design. She just completed a pullover in Aran weight yarn or worsted. It's either worsted or Aran. Cablicious. Oh, it's beautiful. And it's called West End Girl. Now, besides the fact that every time I say that, the song gets stuck in my head, it's a beautiful, beautiful sweater. I don't think I'd get enough wear out of it here. I don't think we have cold enough weather for that weight of yarn, but it's beautiful. Super pretty pullover. And the last thing I'm thinking, because I don't think I want to do all sweaters, that would be a little intimidating. The Star Shower Hybrid Cowl Shawlette by Hilary Smith Kellis. I've mentioned that before, and I think that's going to be on the needles for the self-indulgent knit along as well. Nice. It's just really, really pretty. I've seen several people, one of our knit alongers for the Christmas gifts, Shelly, she's Ms. Knits, I think is her Ravelry name. She just finished the Adama Cowl Hybrid by Hilary Smith Callis, and it's just beautiful. That yeah. one, I think, is the worsted weight version. So pretty. And yeah. you just know it would sit perfectly. Yeah. You wouldn't have to mess with it. So I guess I've been stocking a lot. You have I? been. Yeah. Pretty Yay. busy little stalker. That's great. So that's what I've been stocking. <laughs> what have you been knitting? Well, as you can see, in my hands is the second sleeve for the burdock cardigan. 
that I mentioned last episode. The burdock cardigan is a pattern by Maura Kirk from the book November Knits. And I am using Neighborhood Fiber Company Studio Worsted in a lovely tonal blue called Palisades. And the wonderful thing about this cardigan is an all-over stitch pattern that I think really shows off the tonal quality of this yarn. It does. To and that its yarn advantage. Is stunning. Because not only do you have depth from the stitches, but the yarn gives it depth as well because there's a little bit of a wrap stitch. You lift one stitch over two stitches, so there's a little wrap. The wrap is going diagonally, and sometimes the wrap is lighter or darker than the stitches that it's wrapping, so you really get a wonderful effect. It's a good match of yarn and pattern, and the original sweater shown in the book is knit in a different yarn, but it's also a tonal yarn. It's a green sweater in the book, and you can see the different tones of the yarn in their sweater as well. So I think that this is a good substitution for the other yarn. I'm very happy with the uh, way it's yeah. coming out. If I were you, I would be happy as well. It's so pretty. And the other thing that I really love about this sweater is the hem. It's got a folded hem on the bottom of the sweater and this is a on folded the cuffs. Cuff too. Yeah, yeah, it looks so pretty. I love folded mm -hmm. hems and folded cuffs. It just looks so finished and so nice. And even and on the inside, nice and substantial, yeah. And the inside always feels smooth. I'm, I like it a lot. I, and it I does, like ribbing it, less and less for some reason. I was reason. just going to say that. To me, it looks so much more finished than a ribbed cuff. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, and I don't know why it should. There's nothing wrong with a ribbed cuff, but maybe, maybe I'm just craving something new and different. I really like it. I've knit some, I think it's the Helena pattern. It's a baby sweater that I've knit at least two or three times. And it has not only a folded edge, but it has a pico mm. at the top. That's oh, just okay. so pretty. Yeah. So. And the nice thing is that the edging, what would traditionally be called the button band, although this is an open cardigan and won't have buttons, but the traditional button band on this sweater is knit as you go and it will also be folded over and stitched down on the reverse side so the whole thing is going to be finished in that way mm -hmm. i really like it i like you said it's substantial i like the way that feels yeah so it very kind good. of holds everything down yeah. the way it's supposed to be yeah so right now let's see i am like i said i'm knitting the second sleeve and i think that between the two sleeves that's going to take almost one full skein of yarn. I had three to start and I'm on the second skein on the body. So I'm going to finish the sleeve and hopefully try to guess how much longer I can make the body. I think I'm almost there for the body length as written on the pattern. And I have a little more yarn than the pattern calls for. So I haven't decided if I'm going to take a chance and knit it a little longer or just leave it. It's super wash wool and at least in the swatch it stretched a lot so I don't know. I, it may stretch a lot 
also super washables tend to do that when you wash them so we'll just see i don't know if it will in a in a big sweater that's knit in the stitch pattern sometimes your swatches just can't give you enough information <laughs> and did you put your swatch in the dryer at all because i found that that's my that usually shrinks it of... yeah i didn't because that usually just shrinks it right back down to right where you start yeah but... so i kind of want to see what it does on yeah. its own which i don't know which is the better technique sometimes i do put it in the dryer if that's the way i'm going to care for it i just know for, yeah. for my experience with superwash yarn i have to put them in the dryer otherwise my sleeves are down to my knees yes exactly now question for you so you said that the button band which isn't going to have buttons but has is also going to be folded are you knitting that as you go you are mm -hmm. right that's right. yeah so you don't have to worry about saving yarn to pick up and finish right okay right yeah once i get to the top it will be just sewing down the collar and the fronts. I remember now seeing that turning row last yeah. time you showed me the body of the sweater. Yep. So yeah, that it's beautiful. Thanks. So that's once again that's the burdock cardigan by Maura Kirk. The second thing that I have barely been knitting on is the Alcea cowl by Hannah Meyer that I mentioned last time. It is knit in Knit Picks Lindy chain yarn, and that is for a friend of mine. It's not a holiday gift but I'm knitting it for her, and so there's no time. I, I don't have to finish it by a certain time, so I've just been using that as my carry-around project. So that's been coming with me to basketball games and such. And I think I'm on the second skein of that, so I'm getting pretty close to finishing that. And that's what I'm knitting. How about you? What are you knitting? In my hands right now is my Yowza Way It Shawl by Susan B. Anderson. And this is my Zen carry around knitting because mostly I've been knitting on my dad's sweater. So last update, I told you that he wanted to, he and I both wanted to use his favorite sweatshirt measurements as our measurements instead of measuring his body because he wanted the sweater to fit like his sweatshirt does. And he needed to wash it and then wear it to get it to the right amount of stretch before he gave it to me to take measurements. And he did that right before his shoulder surgery. So I was very grateful that he took the time to do that for me. And he gave me the sweater right after his surgery. So that was a little over a week ago. I did the measurements and I cast on using the Plymouth Superwash Merino Worsted yarn in black. And I'm using Ann Bud's book called The Knitter's Handy Book of Sweater Patterns. I had mentioned a while ago that I was going to use Custom Fit, but thank you, Jen Emerson. She t uh, PM'd me on Ravelry and said they currently only have fitting for women in Custom Fit. It hasn't been expanded to children and men yet. Hmm. And I know I could have messed with the numbers to mm -hmm. get the fit that I wanted, but actually, this book is fantastic. Yeah, if, I like that book. If you've never seen the book, she has a series of them. Sweaters, socks, and I'm not sure what the other ones are. However, basically what she does is she gives you instructions on how to create different styles of sweater. Pullover, cardigan, with either drops, drop sleeve, set-in sleeve, raglan sleeve, and maybe there's a circular yoke. I can't remember. But you knit a swatch, and then there are instructions for the gauge you're using. And then there are instructions for the size sweater you want to knit. So I'm knitting my father a 50 inch 
chest measurement because he wants this to be very, a lot of positive ease, very mm -hmm. baggy. And I got gauge, but in the book it says, so she gives gauge three stitches at the inch, four stitches at the inch, five, six, seven, etc. If you're not getting the gauge in the book, she recommends you change needle sizes. Well, I swatched on three different needle sizes before I finally found a fabric that my dad and I were both happy with. And I settled on US 6 or 5. I think it's actually 5. I'm using 6 for the sleeves because I'm knitting the sleeves in the round. And I got 4.5 stitches to the inch. So I called in Mike and Max and said, help me do the math on this. They helped me figure out how to adjust the numbers. And I cast on Sunday, the week ago, yesterday. So I knit like the wind. I've been knitting. I told Charlene I've been staying up until like one o'clock in the morning working on this thing because I'd love That's to dedication. get it sleep, you know, seam together. It is knit flat and in pieces based on the book, but that was what I wanted for his sweater because I want it to have the structure provided by the seams because. It's a superwash wool, so it will stretch, like we were just mentioning with Charlene's mm -hmm. wool that she's using right now. And I didn't want it to become something like Mike's sweater, which is so stretched out and baggy that it's ridiculous. I don't want my dad's sweater to be that way. Thus, the seaming is very important to me. So I've finished the back of the sweater. It's complete. One sleeve is complete, and the second sleeve I'm almost to the shoulder shaping and the sleeve cap shaping. So I have a couple hours left to go on the second sleeve. And we have three days until I see my dad and mom for Christmas Eve dinner. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's going to be a seam sweater <laughs> available under the tree for my dad on Christmas Eve night, unfortunately. I do have to work today and tomorrow, so there isn't enough knitting time to make it happen. But he will have a back and two sleeves and... A lot of work done on the front so he will be able to see it and I did show him the back when he came over for dinner the other day so I'm making good progress yeah not quite where I want it to be but hey I didn't have a lot of time that's quite a gift so yeah I'm feeling really good even though it's not gonna be done I'm feeling yeah. really good about it yeah. and he's gonna be such a great recipient I think I'll so I told Charlene I think I'm gonna block my pieces now so as soon as the fronts are done, I can block those and then just start seaming right away. And then I'll, all I will have left to do is the neckband, and he just wants a very simple ribbed neck. And I think on the fronts, I'm going to do I-cord, applied I-cord edging. Oh, that'll be And nice. sew in a zipper. So it will be very simple front. He wants the most simple cardigan you've ever seen. <laughs> Thus, it's a lot of stockinette. It's a lot of stocking head and black yarn. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of going a little bit nuts with the black yarn, but hey, it's going to be a fantastic, I think, well-worn gift. So I'm feeling pretty so good So you're about knitting it. black yarn at night? At night, what yeah. What kind of lighting are you using? I only have one canister light in the ceiling above where I knit at night, and... Wow. Luckily, it's just straight up stockinette. If there was anything else going on in the pattern, I think I'd be struggling. I would have to go out and buy like an aught lamp, yeah. you know, that stands next to the couch. So, and I have a weird family. My husband likes the dark. He would just not use lights if mm. he could get away with it. And I like really bright. Yeah. So we have a constant battle. We have two canister lights in the living room controlled by the switch. And he has disconnected one of them because he says it's too bright in the living room if they're wow. both on. So the only one that's left on is directly above where I sit to knit so that I don't struggle to knit. Yeah. So he does take care of me where knitting is concerned. So 
that's what I've been knitting. I've been knitting my dad's Christmas sweater, so wish me <laughs> luck. It should by the next time we podcast, it will be finished. Good. So there you go. And what have you finished since the last time? I have finished one thing, pair of boot cuffs that are called the Redox boot cuffs or boot tops. Well, no, the pattern is called Redox boot cuffs. I call them boot toppers, boot tops. The pattern is by Elizabeth Doherty and very simple knit in the round from bottom to top, ribbing, stockinette, stitch pattern, more ribbing, bind off, two little tubes, smaller than a cowl, larger than a sock, didn't take me long to knit them at all. And I used some really nice yarn, Dragonfly Fibers Traveler. I had a skein, I think the skeins are about 200, yeah, 280 yards. I only used 150 yards, so I've got enough left for probably for a hat. And I've been wearing these occasionally, and I don't know why it surprises me, but boot toppers or boot cuffs are quite warm they're really nice they're really nice it's not like i ever had cold knees or anything but that little extra bit of warmth feels really good that's these little thin leg warmers (laughs) i've been wearing a lot yeah it really feels good it's really fun and it feels a little dressy and i wear them with my black boots and they're gray and i feel like they look stylish really stylish (laughs) and nice so they've been fun it's a little something that i probably would never go out and buy for myself but was really fun to make because it was a different size something different you know it wasn't a sock it wasn't a cowl it was just something different so it was really fun and i'll definitely wear them so that was the only thing i have finished I have finished two little things, and this is actually pretty exciting. So last episode, I talked about Advent Calendar 2015 Mm -hmm. as a knit-along. We have had so much fantastic interest in our group. I was blown away. So if you want to knit something for Christmas 2015, join along. So far, we have people who are knitting stockings. So full-length, you know, Christmas gift stockings, not not necessarily Christmas, I don't want to isolate this to Christmas, but holiday stockings, people who are knitting ornaments, and people who are knitting advent calendar little holders like I'm doing, or a combination thereof. There is no specific finishing date besides December 2015. There's no specific starting date. Start whenever you want. The whole idea behind the Knit Along is to provide camaraderie and support. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, in January when we're all (laughs) sick of Christmas or holidays and we don't want to even think about it, but if we want to get it done by next December, we shouldn't not think about it. So that's the whole reason I wanted the Knit Along was for support so yeah. that I didn't lose steam and fail. Definitely and easy to happen. <laughs> it is. And what I've been doing, if you've not looked at the thread yet in our Ravelry group, every time someone recommends a pattern, I add that pattern link to the first post that I made in the thread. Nice. So I will continue to update that as I get more and more pattern recommendations. So you can go just to post number one and see a list of great suggestions for ornaments, advent calendar pieces, and stockings. And there have been some amazing things knit. Two of our group members, Cade and Jess, who are good friends and they chatter back and forth and they're super sweet. One of their friends 
knit some stockings for her family and she spent all of 2014 apparently knitting these and they are spectacular amazing color work and just the inspiration that I get from seeing things like that helps spur me on mm -hmm. so I before my dad's sweater started so before I had his measurements available I was gonna start that traveler tunic from Hopi and I thought don't right. do it Gail don't do it Gail <laughs> so I printed out the mini Christmas stocking ornament pattern by Julie Williams and the oh now I can't remember the name of the pattern and I didn't write it down it's the advent calendar from knit picks that are little mittens and it's adorable that's linked in the first post I think it's smitten a Christmas garland I think is the name of it and I'm using scraps of sport weight and DK weight yarn and I'm using different weights because I want the finished pieces to be different sizes so that I can use them to hold different size little advent gifts. Nice. And I finished one of the stockings and it is the cutest thing ever. It has mm -hmm. a little fair isle Christmas tree pattern in it. And that stocking ornament pattern has four different fair isle patterns to it. There's a Christmas tree, a snowflake, and I don't remember the other one. Maybe there were three, and then she also did stripes. So there's a lot of ways to vary it. You could do a solid one with different colored toe and heel. You could do the fair isle patterns. You could stripe it. Same thing with the mittens. I think the mitten pattern is actually written in one or two colors, but I'm going to stripe and do some fair isle in those as well. So I'll have some solid, I'll have some fair isle, just to give it some variety, and then slightly different sizes as well. So I finished one of the stockings, one of the mittens, and the second mitten is already on the needles, but has been neglected since I started my dad's sweater. So, and they're really fast. The mitten pattern, I think, was written for worsted weight wool. And I knit mine in probably under two hours. Wow. Yeah, they're really quick knits. So that, that was heartening. It was like, yeah. okay, <laughs> the stocking took a while because there's fair isle. There's a little bit of heel shaping. You actually, I think you knit it flat and seam it if I'm, yeah, you knit it flat and seam it. So there's a little bit of finishing work involved. So it wasn't lightning fast, but it was still, it wasn't a time consuming project. Right. I think I finished it in one long evening of knitting. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. then the mitten, I just snapped right out. So, cool. you know, invested time in 24 by the end of the year will be significant, but not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I've really enjoyed both of the patterns and I hope that more of you join us because it's just going to be really fun. And again, I know in February or March when all I want to do is self-indulgent knitting <laughs> and I should be knitting one or two a month. I'm going to look forward to that knit along group saying, and come on, Gail, keep you, can you do going. It. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's what I finished. Two little ornaments or advent calendar pieces. Now, before I forget, we do have a winner for last week's or last episode's Dream and Color Everlasting Yarn giveaway. So we had a skein of sock weight, everlasting yarn from Dream and Color. I think it was called Damp Pillow. Yes, that so was the we'll name. We'll just pretend that it's a color <laughs> number and not a name. And we had 96 people who entered the drawing. So I did random number generator this morning, two through, we had 97. I was number one. So <laughs> two through 97. And the winner was number 28, who is Vanessa. Vanessa Polo is your Ravelry name. And she's from Redmond, Washington. So fairly near Church Mouse Yarns and Tea, I believe. Oh, yeah. So congratulations, Vanessa. I can't wait to hear your review on the yarn when yeah. you knit with it. And thank you again to Dream and Color for a fabulous 
prize donation and giving us our testing skeins as well. We really appreciate that. So congratulations, Vanessa. And just get in touch with one of us and we will see that the yarn gets to you after the new year. Yeah, so we aren't visiting the post office until <laughs> after the holiday madness has no, ended. No, so, no. <laughs> so slight delay on, well, not even a delay on the yeah. shipping. By the time this yeah. goes live, it'll be a couple days after Christmas. Yeah, so. and we fully expect that everybody's going to be listening to podcasts late or few between slowly whatever you mm -hmm. want to use because we're all busy right now it's a very busy so, time of year yes. although podcasts are definitely a fun thing to listen to while wrapping gifts that's true so if yes. you're wrapping gifts by yourself if you're wrapping <laughs> gifts with your husband not so much fun <laughs> or your children definitely not recommended but yeah so before we sign off on this shorter than normal episode we're keeping this episode short because the time you know, time is of the essence this time of year. We did want to do a brief touch in on the self-indulgent knit along. So there has been a lot of great activity in the self-indulgent knit along thread. Lots Already of great planning. People planning. It's fantastic. Yay. I love it. So if you haven't joined in yet, please do let us know what you're planning to knit and what yarn. And of course, this is all just speculation. If you plan to start something completely different, all the more power to mm -hmm. you. So there are very few rules. One, start anytime January 1st or after, and we will wrap up the knit along sometime mid-March. We haven't picked a date oh, yet, but right. we'll let we you know. A, we should look up when the sol what date the solstice is. Right, and yeah. happy solstice to everyone. Our, the winter solstice was just yes. yesterday, so that's pretty cool. But self-indulgent knit along, so the rules, cast on January 1st or later, and make sure that it's self-indulgent in some way, whether it's because of the yarn you're picking or the pattern you're choosing, or it's something for yourself and you don't normally knit for yourself, or if it's for someone else and it makes you feel good and self-indulgent to knit for someone else. It doesn't matter. As right. long as it's something you are enjoying because, hey, we deserve to enjoy our knitting. Find joy in your knitting. Exactly. That's the rule. <laughs> exactly. So we hope more people join in although don't feel like you have to catch up on all the chatter because we went off the deep end right away <laughs> but it is fun to just do a search for i think you can just do a search can't you in the thread for Photos different things or, at the top yeah, yeah so you yeah. don't have to read through every single individual yeah. post but it is super fun very inspiring it's fun just to see different people who get inspired by this knit along and some people are saying this is my favorite knit along of the whole year <laughs> yeah. so it's like yeah. permission to be self-indulgent. It is. So, it is. Merry, merry, merry holidays to everybody and happy new year because happy we won't be back with another episode until it's 2015. Until after the new year. And like Gail said, the winter solstice has passed. So we're moving towards the light and Yay. you can start picking out your self-indulgent something or other. <laughs> so I hope everybody has a fantastic cast on on January 1st. I do too. I know I will. I'm going to enjoy casting on that Traveler tunic. I yes. can't wait. <laughs> I, I still haven't really picked anything firmly, so I need to I need to get on that, I guess. Well, some years it's just a waffle. You waffle until the day of, and yeah. then, okay, this is what I'm yeah. going to do. So. Okay, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. It has been a fabulous year, and we're very grateful to all of you who listen. You have enriched our lives. You I'm really have, grateful. and we're so happy as we end another year of podcasting that we are still excited and raring to go for another at year? least another year. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast recording day is a day that Charlene and I both really look forward to. We really to. do. We, we really do. do. So thank you very much for such a wonderful year. And happy holidays, happy knitting, happy new year. 
Happy solstice. Happy everything. Happy everything. Talk to you in 2015. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.